Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Inc. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now join a very popular segment and on request, returning QB time with Landon Leach. Are you ready for some football, Landon? Absolutely, guys. It's good to be back with you another year. This is your first week back, isn't it? (laughs) It is, yes, sir. Okay, so this is not this is not a zero Don't week fall for you. For it, this, is, this is your first week, correct? First week of the season. Don't first week fall back. for it, Landon. This is not a zero program. Am I correct? Oh, look at that oh, long I'll pause. Say, I'll take one up there, Rick. Hey, I'll take one up there, Rick. See, I knew he'd come back with something like that. Hey, first week in the season. First week in the season. Nice to have Landon back. First week. (laughs) Uh, Whether whether it's week zero, week O, whatever it may be, we're glad to have Landon back. Won't you be glad to get to next week, and and that will never be brought up again? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Landon Landon may not care. I will care. (laughs) <laughs> this okay. week zero always is. It always does uh, bring up a you know a funny time whenever you see that, and you you see all these talk shows, and then even on uh, you know ESPN or whatever else you're you're watching, you're like week zero. Why? I mean, why can't we just start it off with the uh, it's week one? Let's move on, and then, then 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 uh, the rest of the season, uh, the rest of the team start, and let's go. Great answer. You're welcome back, Landon. Great answer. Okay, let's go. Okay, now let's talk about football. That's okay. Great. All right, Landon. Uh, let's uh, let's focus since this is not week one uh, of the season. Let's focus on week zero. Oh, but that that is on the quarterback room uh, at Arkansas. Uh, you got to feel good about Cade Fortin, and then. It seems like they, meaning he and Malachi Singleton, Cade Fortin and Malachi Singleton, are in a dead heat for maybe that number three spot. Uh, I would think, on the other hand, uh, they would want Malachi to be in a position uh, to run the scout team just to get some snaps because we know as you get closer to game time, that number three guy, he's not going to get many reps. Yeah, and and you bring up a good point there, and I, I'm very excited about this room this year. You know, we talked about last year how the offense had to change, uh, you know, when someone besides K.J. was in the game. And, and I think a little bit of it had to do with, I'm not sure how much they trusted Cade, you know, just being in there and, and – uh, and the difference in protections and, and maybe not being able to get out of certain plays. Um, and then, but you're talking about those two guys uh, this year that, and then you're talking about scout team, it, it goes back to kind of like when uh, Robert Johnson and I were there as freshmen, right? Um, we didn't get a lot of time in camp. We didn't get a lot of uh, different looks. And, uh, you know, the way it worked with us was lots of times when we were playing you know, teams that were more of a passing offense that, that I ran a lot more of the scout team and then when they were more of a run-based set or maybe even an option look or, or those type of things, you saw, uh, you know, Robert run a lot more of those, obviously, until I, I was injured. But, 
um, you do want those guys to get those reps early on. And, and and I think that what a lot of people miss, and I've heard a lot of talk, you know, on the radio and in different areas, is well, it doesn't sound like KJ's doing well. It doesn't look like so and so's doing well. It looks like this guy's doing really well. What people seem to miss a lot is offenses are always behind when it, you're talking about spring ball and you're talking about coming into camp because what these coaches are doing on offense is they're they're putting in they're installing 100 150 175 plays sometimes and they're looking at different personnel groups they're looking at uh, different protections uh, different receivers and so when when you're on offense you're you're installing all this and finding out what's the best personnel group for this specific play for these you know type of formations for these down and distances whereas typically defenses more so they're trying to perfect what they're really really good at and uh so i think a lot of people miss that uh but back to your point yeah i I, i'm really excited and and uh these guys do need those reps uh especially malachi coming in as a freshman i think cade you know he's had enough experience he knows what he's doing um and uh you know i think he's got a, a good we're lucky to have him as number three and then in my opinion, will probably be number three. And then you obviously want to redshirt Malachi and, and let him get as many reps as you can. You know, it makes you wonder, uh, Landon, as it was last year, and I realize I'm jumping all the way to the end, where for the bowl game, uh, they allowed all those who may have played in four games only, didn't matter, uh, everyone was eligible, basically, for that for that bowl game. Uh, so it makes me wonder how, when you mentioned redshirting Malachi, it's going to be interesting to see how they do use him throughout the year. If they just want to get him some touches, uh, some reps against real competition, and uh, certainly you got to believe, at least I think, first two games might give even Malachi an opportunity to show what he can do against Western Carolina and Kent State. Yeah, and you know, you hope this thing this team's a little more mature than I should mature uh take care of business connection, whatever you want to do, want to say about this team than last year. You know, there were games we went into that we talked about the week before and we're like, well hopefully these guys can get ripped. Yes. Uh and and they weren't able to. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think that if you go out there and you take care of business, but, uh, you know, you're going to see KJ, obviously. Then you're going to see uh, Jacoby come in, and, and hopefully uh, they take care of business. And, and then you are able to throw him in there because, like you said, you can get those two or three games experience, give him some reps, maybe a quarter or so of, of some action. Uh, and then you may not see him the rest of the year or until I, I can't remember who our late game is, uh, this non-conference. Um, but yeah, you'd like those guys to get those reps. And, and then it's also nice to have a Cade Porton. Like I said, I think he's in his fifth year now and, uh, you know what you have in him. And so it's not like he necessarily needs those game reps like a Malachi would, you know, going forward. We've got Jake. On the line, Jake. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Rick. What's good up, afternoon, buddy? Randy. How you guys doing? Doing evening? great. Doing great, hey, Jake. I want to talk about uh, Sam Pittman's comments on the stadium issue. Uh, look, we've all heard the great stadium debate. I'll tell you guys the same as I told John and Joe on the last show. Okay, the the only reason that we should ever have a game in Little Rock is if Arkansas and Arkansas State came to some kind of agreement that they would play there every year, and it benefited monetarily and recruiting-wise both teams. And when I say that, I don't really care about the NCAA because they're going to be going the way of the Dodo in about five years of play. So if we have to be the first one to say, you know what, we don't care, we're going to recruit them. What are you going to do to it? <laughs> do it. I, 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 I really don't care. I mean, the NCAA is seriously. There, let's all, you know, let's all call it what it is. They're a farce. They're a joke. 
Well, well I mean, let's, they, let's stop they, you they, right they, here. Let, let me stop you for a second, Jake. Arkansas and Arkansas State are going to play in 2025. I don't think Arkansas is going to – I don't think they're going to agree to play there every year. I, I think that's a one-time deal at this point. Well, what I'm saying, Rick, is if they could make it to where both schools will, were allowed to host recruits and play there every year and do it during rivalry week or whenever, make it a regular thing. Look, I know how Frank Burles thought, okay? The game has changed. The landscape has changed. Everything's changed. Start playing A-State every year. If you want games at Little Rock, that's the only – that is the only logical reason but, to have. But Arkansas there. doesn't want Other than that, burn War Memorial yeah. to the ground. That, that, no, 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 no. Don't no, take no, away no, the essence. No, no, I mean, no, you're a veteran. Right. That, yeah. That's honoring you. That stadium is honoring yeah. you. That's right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Well, and there, are, there are other purposes for the stadium, but Arkansas is not looking to play games there every year, and I don't think they're looking understood. to play Arkansas State every year. I think, and particularly what we don't know is what the SEC will do as far as starting in 25, whether it's still eight games or nine. And, mm-hmm. and that certainly would play into yeah. it as well. Yeah, that's going to knock some, and, some and, of those and non-conference games out. Yeah, that might, It makes sense. But, like, maybe they could do it every other year. And, want, and, and, you know, you switch off who's home and who's away. Whoever's home gets the host recruits. There's got to be a way to do this to make – I mean, honestly, like, look, you guys know I live in Cabot. If I want to watch a game in Fayetteville, guess what? I drive up to Fayetteville. If I lived in the Queen or if I lived in Texarkana or wherever, it doesn't matter. If I wanted to watch a game up there, you save your pennies, you plan for it ahead of time, and you do it. This whole thing about catering to the rest of the state because where the university is is ridiculous. It's stupid. So if you want to play a game in Central Arkansas and make it worthwhile, well, it, it wasn't at one time. Now it doesn't make financial sense. Landon, what were you exactly. going to say about What were you going to say about Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I was going to give some player perspective on this. Um, even back in my day, back when it was still a fun time, even though us players didn't enjoy necessarily going to Little Rock, uh, just because it, it does take away in the atmosphere, but mainly it's a financial issue. If you want to play A-State, Play them in Fayetteville every year, and that's fine. They're going to have to agree to that. If that, just like LSU is never going to go to Louisiana and play Louisiana, huh, no. you're going to right. those type of programs. And and I don't mean that because hey, I respect a state. They're a program, you know. They're they're good, but if we're being honest, they're not Arkansas, and, and not the history of it. Yeah, we had a few bad years, and everyone says, well, they may have beaten us one. Yeah, they may have, but LSU is not going to go to Louisiana and play Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah, if they want to play LSU, they're going to go to LSU. Um, and and if, to, these day and age, no, you're paying so much money in different things that the players yeah. want to play in their home stadium. And and what they've done yeah. in Fayetteville now, can, even compared to when I was there, that place is electric whenever you have a full crowd and you can keep your fans excited. And and that's where your team wants to play. And and that's just coming yeah. from a from a player standpoint. Lennon, I agree with you 100%. Like, I'm all for all games in favor. I'm saying if you want to keep a game in Little Rock every couple of years, this is the way to do it. And by the way, quit paying people to play there. You know, <laughs> A-State, you play A-State there every other year, and you split 50-50 down the middle. Uh, Whatever, uh-huh. yeah. Quit, Arkansas quit will never agree to that. There. Splitting the gate? No, no, Why? no. They'll, they'll never yeah. agree to that. Why? You're giving up a home game to play in Little Rock, and you're going to split a, a gate that's less than half of what your Fayetteville gate is? They'll never agree to that. Never. All right, your home yeah, game, and, you get the dividend. Think that, Their home game, they get yeah, the dividend. All I'm saying is, like, that's the only... <laughs> Jake, 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 we love you. You're you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're normally logical, but you're not you're logical up today. The wrong tree. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, and and you took right. what what happened to the Little Rock game, in my opinion, in a lot of it is the uh, the game with A and M down in Dallas. Because now you're taking a full recruiting yeah. weekend away. That's right. That's what Little Rock was all about. Was getting yeah. the recruits from South Arkansas. Southeast Arkansas, a little bit of East Arkansas, Central Arkansas, and letting them see their fans, you know, in the Little Rock area. Now you can only have you can recruit uh, you can host recruits 
one time a year off your campus. And so every other year when you're playing in Little Rock, you're losing a chance to host recruits. And that's really what Little Rock was always about, more than anything, in my opinion, anyway. But look, let's just say this. Arkansas's first game of the year is at Little Rock. Jake, thank you. Sell it out and let's have a great atmosphere and enjoy that game on September the 2nd. Don't worry about next year or the year after. Get ready for September the 2nd. Yes, sir. Well, I think we can answer this one question that uh, came in. (laughs) No. Uh, This from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Big Red says, shouldn't all home football games be played on campus? That's the thought process now, yes. Right. Yes, it is. But back in the day, I mean, it wasn't that big of a financial difference. Right. Back in the day, but now it is. Look, back in the 60s, it was more it was better financially to play at Little Rock, but that's not the '60s anymore. Right, value was there at one time. Yeah. All right. Woodstock says, "Does Georgia and Florida get to bring in recruits when they play in Jacksonville?" No, no, <laughs> no and that's why Kirby Smart wants that game home and home. Uh, I don't know that, that now. That one has such long time tradition. That's like Oklahoma and Texas playing in Norm in uh, Dallas. Uh, I don't see that ending, even though they're coming into the SEC. Uh, I think now Jacksonville's going to renovate that stadium. I don't know what that means for playing games there over the next couple of years. That's called renovation, which means that's where Kirby. I think didn't he want to go home and home? Yeah, right. I think that was that was what he was wanting to happen. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's what he wanted to happen. Right. Uh, this from our. Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This is from Roger, I believe. Uh, I watched them play the University of Miami and the University of Houston in Little Rock. That would never happen now. No. That's why people don't go as much in Little Rock. Uh, last big name opponent that I can remember, and that's been several years ago, the game to Little Rock was Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Although Ole Miss was there in 2018, and uh, that's, I know that because that's the game I missed. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that that's that was a good game. It was a night game playing Ole Miss, a big rival. That's and I think that's since the Georgia game, isn't it? I think so. Well, and I'll also say that you know a lot of fans enjoyed the the tailgating around Little Rock and, and yes. those type of things, and, yes. and that's changed. And then. And, I, and Fayetteville has stepped up quite a bit as well, you know, on their tailgating. It's not where, you know, most of us would like it to be, but but they have made a lot of advances in that as well. Correct. I wish they could figure out a way. I don't know how they can do it. What is that, Lot 44 that's right there in front of the Royal Center? Rick? Yeah. yeah. The pit. If yes, they sir. could reopen uh-huh. that back up to tailgating, I, I don't know. Uh, I know that's... That's big donor parking and yes, VIP parking and so yeah. forth. But man, that 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 helped create a great atmosphere when you had all those tents lined up right next to the curb. And I mean, yeah. when when the players came out from the locker room after the game, and I could go on and on about the atmosphere that I felt like it created. And I think some of that was lost when they moved them across the street. All those same tents that were right there on that on that uh, sidewalk, uh, even though you're a parking lot away, it's just I mean you are right there. Those that uh, were tailgating were right there, basically at the front door of the stadium. Like, I mean, it, it now, Landon, you... we, we need to let our listeners know that Randy loved that because his buddy <laughs> from Dumas, Ted, Ted Thompson, Ted's tailgate had a tent right there. Randy could go. He could have a great time. And so we do have a little bias in that uh, remark that you just made. We, we need to point that out. Now, I, I probably agree uh, with you, but we need to point that out. That, that was Randy's favorite place to go before I will. Game. I will do this. Okay. <laughs> I have no biasness in my bones at all. But, but it was a nice deal. I do agree with that. Yes. I mean, we could we could go over there. I could see them during the timeout. I could go over there, talk to Rick Quinn, yeah. Scott Emmett at that time. I mean, they yeah. were you know, inches we were away. Low. Yeah, 
So yeah. Hey, I, I kind of want to call y'all out on that. I mean, well, y'all you're sitting up on a pretty balcony now. We are. You're right. It's great. I like it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a great view. We watch the team come yeah. in. You are right, Landon. It's great. We love it. The only other better seat in the house, Landon. We used to bring our RV uh, down to Little Rock, and we would park mm-hmm. outside Gate 13, and there was nothing oh, wow. neater than climbing on top of the RV and watching the Razorback walk into War Memorial Stadium. Yeah. That was about as cool. Now, we yeah. had a purpose for the RV being there. That was the site, and all this was the years that just kept on following uh we know the disaster that happened uh, on 9-11. So that was the time when we first started doing that. They asked us to leave the stadium, but they uh, that way they could lock it down, secure it. And that's why we started off bringing our, our RV in there to do the show from, the first security okay. fifth quarter postgame show. So I don't want to make right. it sound like I was among the only privileged that there was. <laughs> so, all right, yes, let's sir. get let's get back to <laughs> man. Can we get off off uh, off track or off whatever you want to call it? I, I'm I'm going to have to lean upon you if you can. Can you can you hang on another segment because uh, that one got uh, we got too much talking about the stadium. We got distracted a little bit. Yeah. So, Landon, can you yeah. hang on for another segment? Okay, all right. Absolutely. Well, we're uh, about uh, five seconds away from taking our next break. And uh, there it is. And we shall return with QB time with Landon Leach. you got a question for Landon, comment 501-661-1037. Or send it by way of our Southern Structural Solution Bus text line. That's 501-661-1037. Our Escher Wrecker Service Company live fan feedback. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Join 1037 The Buzz for the Oaklawn Sports Tailgate Party, Saturday, September 2nd. Don't miss the only Little Rock game tailgate party of the year with DJ Kramer mixing it up, free Petty Jean hot dogs, and your favorite Buzz personalities behind Double V's on Markham and Van Buren. The Oaklawn Sports Tailgate Party is brought to you by Double V's, Mosquito Joe, Bud Light, and First Trust Home Loans. Special thanks to Fence World, Arkansas Portable Toilets, City Market, and Arkansas Tent and Special Event Rental. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for your free tickets. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 1037 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership weight times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Hey, Bubba, what is that thing? That's one of them new traffic cameras that the Freeway Patrol just installed. Why, Bubba? Was we working too fast? I'm pretty sure that wasn't it. New Chevys are flying out of Guatney Chevrolet so fast, they had to install traffic cameras. And with 2023 Equinox with rates as low as 1.9%, it's easy to see why. 2023 Silverado High Country, over 6000 dollars 2023 Silverado RST, over 9,000 off. Billy, what are you doing? 
taking a traffic cam selfie. I want Guatney in the background. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid the construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main. Then left on Bailey to our front door. 1301 TP Wide Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24502-24664. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Join Randy Rainwater on location Thursday at Robert Irwin Jewelers' new location in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center. Randy will have $1,000 in Robert Irwin Jeweler gift cards to give away. Stay tuned to Drive Time Sports on how to win. Join Double R Thursday at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local. Eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. QB time with Landon Leach. Guys, I don't know if you've seen this video or not. I, w- I want to thank Ginger Sandy, who uh, sent this to me. But it was a video of, of uh, the casket of Keith Stokes mm-hmm. on the back of the truck that he drove and brought Tusk to all of the different uh, games or to make appearances, wherever it may be. But that is pretty, pretty cool. We uh, Yeah, that just gave me chills from my feet all the way up. I, mm. Yeah, it, uh, it, was a, it was a very touching moment. What a, what a tribute uh, to none other than Keith Stokes. Um, Landon, we were talking about the, pardon me, the quarterback room. Let's talk about the receiver room. Uh, That seems to be still as much of a question as maybe the offensive line. Uh, You've got some guys that uh, have got size, speed. Tesla seems to have the best hands, at least that's uh, kind of when you start reading things, I'm super excited about uh, Isaiah Satania. Uh, I think Luke has is going to add quite a bit uh, to the passing game. But uh, your thoughts on the receiver room? Yeah, and I, I happen to make some notes just in case this got brought up. Uh, you know, I, you're going to have give and take with both, you know, tops offenses. Uh, I think we're very lucky this year to have some of the schedule we've got early on. Um, and let, let's start from the, let me start from the quarterback. I'll go back to the receivers, but you're talking about an offense previously, uh, that what us as quarterbacks would call a one read offense. Okay. A play comes in and you're reading half of the field and basically there's two routes and you're reading one guy when the, he runs the flat, you throw the corner route. If he bails a little bit, you throw the flat route. That's why you saw so many of those tight end flat routes getting thrown on, you know, second and five, third and five, whatever it may be. Um, and so I'm really anxious to see, uh, along with y'all, uh, kind of what we do. Uh, I'm really excited that uh, I looked up tight end. For example, uh, I, y'all know, y'all heard me talk last few years about how we didn't really throw the football over the middle of the field, how we didn't, right. uh, you know, attack the full football field. Um, 
So I'm anxious to see uh, also what we do in the slot. You brought up Satania. Uh, you know, we used Burks in the slot. We used, um, oh, forgive me, uh, Hazelwood in the slot last year. More bigger receivers that uh, than what you're used to seeing in the slot. I think you're going to see more of the uh, the Satania types. I think that's what we're going to recruit a little more. I know that they moved uh, uh, Jaden inside, uh, which is, I mean, he's 6'3", so uh, he's he's more, but he's more like 178, 179, you know, weight-wise receiver. So I think we're going to get back more to the traditional where you get the, the matchups against the linebackers with the smaller guys. Uh, and then outside, you've got the height. You've got the you've got the guys that can still go make plays. Uh, I, I know Bolden's what he's a six 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 seven guy. That's something that uh, we really hadn't had at Arkansas. Um, so you know, I, I really hate to see that Mbake went down because I mean, the word coming out of the camp with him was just how much he was really impressing. You know, not only the coaches but. But the entire team. Uh, so you hate to see those guys go down. Uh, but I did look, you know, kind of comparing Arkansas to, to Maryland. And I'm what I'm, I was always a big tight end guy. I, I think a tight end makes the best offense. I mean, you look at Kansas City, you look at a, even a Philadelphia, um, you know, these type of offenses. You look at uh, the Cowboys back in the day with Romo, you had Tony Witten. Uh, you throw the football, those are the guys that, that you get the matchup, uh, especially in the tough third and three, third and four situations, and those are the guys that that really keep the the chains moving. And um, so last year, Arkansas tight ends only had 34 receptions, you know, all year long. And and without going back to look, I, I guarantee you, half of those were those, you know, little screens where receivers are downfield blocking, and and we're trying to pick up a yard or two. Uh, Maryland's tight ends had 69 receptions for 808 yards, uh, 11.71 yards per reception. So I'm really excited to, to see that getting more incorporated in the offense. Uh, but I, I do feel like this, you may not have, you know, the Burks type, uh, but I think that this receiving group that they've got, I think you've got, you know, five or six guys that, that can really go out and make plays, uh, when you need them to, uh, at least without getting to see the scrimmages and really what's going on. Um, and then, you know, you brought up the offensive line as well. I think what you're going to see a lot more, we've talked about, uh, you know, previously is, for example, LSU last year, you know, we had uh, we had our right tackle out, and I can't think of name right now. Um, but anyway, we put a, a redshirt freshman out there and Key, or not Arden Key, but uh, the freshman they had just dominated us. I think he had three and a half, four sacks into the game. You're going to see more chipping, uh, which means a, a running back, a little bit offset, he's going to give a little help to these tackles, which is going to help them in protection. You're going to see a lot more screens. You're going to see a lot more draw game. Um, kind of, if you will, you're going you're gonna to see more of the old Petrino offense versus what you've seen the last few years. And so I'm really excited to see what we do. Um, I do think that they've got the receivers to go, and then and then this tight end group, uh, you know, you're a little concerned when it comes to protection, blocking in the run game, those type of things, because they're not the biggest guys, and, and you've got some freshmen in there. Uh, but, but I'm really excited to, to see what they do. You know, you're going to be able to run – multiple protections to help that offensive line out. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, the screen game, the draw game, that, that'll really slow down the pass rush. And that's one thing that we, we really hadn't done much of over the last few years because we were trying to get the ball out so fast. I know that when you read on hogsports.com, when they start talking about the fastball starts, that this is not a true indicator of the depth chart, however, when there are certain players that keep ending up on, whether it be the first team, second team, or otherwise, you start thinking, well, okay, they keep showing up on these same teams uh, time after time after time. Uh, and tight end does seem to be the one that, uh, again, Luke has, seems to have settled in as the first team uh, starting tight end. 
And there's been kind of this battle going on for that number two spot with Varkey's Gums, the transfer from North Texas, and then the uh, redshirt freshman, Tyrus Washington. I like Ty Washington. I know he had a touchdown catch uh, against Kansas in the bowl game, but this is a good-looking tight end. And I'm waiting for Shamar Easter, the outstanding uh, true freshman, uh, from Ashdown, but he may be in the process because I I don't think he went through spring. I think he was uh, uh, a May uh, addition, but uh, maybe he's still learning the playbook. But yeah. I, I I I'm liking. And then there's Francis Sherman, who I think of the Sherman Tank. He's more of a blocker, but then you look at what he did at Louisville. He did have a few catches, not a bunch, but. I'm guessing he may be that H-back type of tight end uh, when they want when they want to use that kind of formation. But uh, I guess really the question would be: uh, it all boils down, is it not, whether it's scheme or philosophy? You mentioned Maryland; that's where Dan Enos came from, and uh, with what we saw with Browse, tight end was hardly ever used. The ball rarely went over the middle, and I think, as you mentioned, we're also I think can expect to see uh, more time. I mean, uh, more screen action, which I've been screaming that for years. Why not use the screen play? I mean, they've even brought back. Um, well, now, now, Randy, before you go any further, say the tight end wasn't used. They used Trey Knox on a sneak. <laughs> Oh wow! You just went there. Um, uh, wow! You went. You yeah. oh, you went this. below my belt. I'm sorry. I can't yeah, that resist. that play still makes me sick to this day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick! Uh, I was I was feeling so good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I made some really. That good... was last year. This is this year. You're talking about how this is going to be different. So that's good. <laughs> Wow. That's about uh, teaching your quarterback. Why don't you make a leap from the five-yard oh line gosh. to see if you make it in the end zone? I'm yeah. sure that was practice as well. <laughs> you know, when we well, talk about the dif- difference between last year being seven and six and winning more games than that, that play and the field goal that hit the upright were probably the difference mm-hmm. between Arkansas winning that game and maybe another one or two. Isn't that something? Well, that's how, you know, when I close. when I when I left the AM game, uh, I told some buddies, I said, "This one right here is going to hurt us for a few yeah. weeks." Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> and just the way that you lose that game, oh my gosh. and you just know how it works as a football team. And as much yeah. as you try to come back, it just hurts. Yeah. Um, but kind of going back to what you're saying, yes, it's philosophy. Okay, uh, we're not going to we probably won't score as many points as we did last year. And I know people aren't going to like to hear that. Okay. But what we're going to do is we're going to slow it down a little bit and we're going to help our defense out a lot more. And hopefully, you know, we don't have those three series in a row where we go three and out in 45 seconds and then we're punting the right back on the field. So, I mean, it's team. It's not one's right, one's wrong. Um, But I do think that, you know, when you're Arkansas and you're, and they probably got more depth than they've ever had on the defensive line, and and without the, you know, a couple linebackers being injured right now, and uh, when Arkansas is at its best, in my opinion, it's when you're able to run the football, but you're also able to slow it down a little bit. You're able to let the defense get a little breather. Um, well, you want me to wait for one more second? Yeah, hang on, hang on, okay. hang on. All right, that is Landon Leach, QB time. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll come back and wrap up Drive Time Sports in just one moment.
biggest grand opening sale in Robert Irwin Jewelers company history is going on this Thursday through Saturday. Save up to 50% off, plus get 0% interest for up to 60 months. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices at the Robert Irwin Jewelers grand opening sale. Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. This is Pat Bradley for Wood Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First times who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Wood Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Wood Davis Lumber Plus. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional $32.50 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. Drive Time Sports. Tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by QB Time, better known as Landon Leach Time. And Landon, I'm not sure, did we ever come to a, did you come to a conclusion on the receiver room? I mean, I I think that you're going to see some of the bigger receivers outside again. I think uh, you're going to see, you're hoping that Satania, uh, and and Jaden will, will do well in the in the slot area. Uh, you're gonna because you're gonna have more of those. If you'll think back to like the Jarius Wright type days where Joe Adams, where they're they're more running the drag routes, they're running the what you call an option route, where you've got to show a little quickness. You read the whether it's a linebacker safety, uh, if they're in nickel, a corner, you know, and you're reading the in out cut. Uh, so you need a little more quickness. Uh, you're going to see more combination routes, so I, I think you are going to see more of the the smaller receiver in those in those situations. Um, and then back to kind of the tight end room we were talking about. I think with us slowing it down, you're going to see more of these third and ones. You know, we we were it, it seemed a lot of times under browse that we we're in such a hurry that we would get blown up because we'd miss a blocking assignment. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're going to take a little more time uh, and, and you're going to understand your assignments. And I also think you're going to see more of the quarterback sneak, which it blows my mind that 
now that they allowed the push, why you don't have two extra linemen back there and a running back right behind your quarterback take the snap and push him forward for a yard mm-hmm. and a half like the yes. Eagles did last year. Absolutely. Uh, so I, yeah, I absolutely think you'll see some more of that. Uh, but uh, back to your question earlier, Randy, about the, the tight end room, and, and I kind of group these tight ends to, to two different groups. Uh, you brought up Paz, and, and apparently he's been pretty physical even when he was smaller. He's put some weight on. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, he's definitely the guy that you can use in all personnel grouping. Um, Gums is more of a what we would call an 11 personnel uh, where you're going to use kind of the one tight end grouping where he's going to get some matchups against some linebackers or some strong safeties where, uh, you know, he's a little quicker. He's able to, to make some uh, better moves and then, uh, you know, make some tough contested catches. And I think that's where you'll see Easter eventually. Uh, now, like you mentioned, he didn't go through spring, so he's a little bit further behind. But then you put, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get his, I can't remember his name, the, the transfer from Louisville. And then Francis Sherman. Bax. Francis Sherman. Okay, Sherman and Bax. And unfortunately, I, I know Bax is banged up a little bit right now. But those are the guys you're going to see in more 12, 13 personnel. Mm-hmm. Now, Ty Ty Washington's the guy that you, he looks like an SEC receiver. Oh, I so like him. You, you, wonder, you wonder a little bit, you know, if the light had, not the light hadn't quite come on, but is it more that, you know, he's still trying to learn the playbook a little bit. You know, he, he was in a, a little bit easier offense, but he wasn't quite ready last year. Now he's trying to learn the ins and outs, nuances of this new uh, offense, and and you hope he's a guy that two, three, four weeks in really comes on because he does. He looks the part. He looks like the guy that that you see on Sundays, uh, you know. Or <laughs> uh, some fans don't like his, but this is the guy you see, you know, on Georgia, Alabama, yeah. those type. Those, right. He he looks he looks like that. Yeah, he, so you he, hope it. He eventually comes on there and, and is able to figure it out, and and uh, he's a, then all of a sudden now you can go twelve personnel with two guys that they don't know. You know now you can shift uh, your formations, and all of a sudden you've got two guys matched up on the linebacker that they want no part of. That can also you know run the outside zone. That can you know come across and run the run the counter action and. and you know, knock out a D end, and, and so those are the top guys you want. Let, let's just hope he can get there. Yeah, I agree. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback Woodstock. I hope you're still listening. When will Tyler Wilson be back on? I thought it was Tuesdays. No, it's Mondays. Tyler was on yesterday. Coach Sanders says, and he's got a question mark, but it makes it sound like a statement. But anyway says Arkansas is the only team in the SEC that doesn't run crossing routes with a question mark. Well, we, we've talked about that for three years now, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and that was, you know, that was something that always bothered me in a browse run offense. Uh, and, and I didn't understand it because, you know, in my opinion, it allowed safeties to play wider. It allowed, you know, linebackers to get to the flat quicker against you uh but you know i know what people are going to say it allowed you to to get in the zone game a little bit easier because uh, now they're spread out a little bit more and you're you're inside run and, and it gives you better angles there so again i i talked about our offense and it, it's not one's right one's wrong uh but it did drive me crazy because i'm a i'm a drag route crossing route because then that that's what leaves the confusion in the secondary in my opinion yeah. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I'm not really sure uh, what this pertains to. So, 501, if you could follow up on this. Uh, Rick has been hanging around Morning Madness crew too long after that comment. I'm not sure which comment. Which comment was that? Yeah. That I don't know. Zero week? Gee. That had nothing to do with morning mayhem. They baited me on that today. Well, it was it was at 644, uh, which is, gosh, 10 minutes ago. So We've been letting Landon hmm. speak. I haven't yeah. said much in the last one since you've been. No, you've, you've been, bit. yeah. You've, you've kind of been quiet here the last yeah. few minutes or so. But, yeah. Uh, um, from a personnel standpoint, 
Landon, I'm, obviously I'm talking about the offense. But from a personnel standpoint, my thinking has always been it's not your starters, but it's your backups that sometimes ultimately determines your overall success, ultimate success. What do you feel, or do you feel good about the depth that Arkansas has been able to develop? I mean, if you, to me, the transfer portal, I think Sam said this today at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, he expects 11 players who came out of the transfer portal to start for Arkansas this year. 11 players. So if you just said five on each side of the football plus one on whichever side you want to go with, that's a, I mean, that's, that's, that's half of your personnel. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell you, you know, we've talked about, and we talk about it in season a lot, but what, what, a, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier is you've got these schedules that we've played over the last few years. And, and when these guys, want game reps, it's usually in those four non-conference games is the truth behind it. Sure. And we've had some pretty brutal schedules, and then what's happened is we hadn't taken care of business in the non-conference games, and so these guys haven't gotten reps. You know, and, and I you can say all you want, well, they practice, they scrimmage. Well, uh, trust me, it's not the same. And so, yeah, I think that this year, that's why it's extremely important that we take care of business early on you know, a Missouri game, Missouri State game last year, right? That game, I mean, if that game should be over in first quarter and a half, and yeah. maybe your court, your starters are in to the end of the second quarter, and then all of a sudden these guys get a second half. You know, and, and so yeah, I, I think that that's definitely put us behind over the last few years because we're not, they're not getting those reps, and and it half of it comes down to the schedule that you're playing. Um, so hopefully this year we're able to uh, take care of it. Now the depth that we have, the uh, offensive line, I'm still a little confused. I really thought they'd go get one more tackle uh, just because you've got, you know, two redshirt freshmen vying for the left tackle position. But, hey, hey Coach Pittman's a, he's a line coach, so I trust him on that. Um, but I think that as much as I don't care for the transfer portal, as much as I don't care for a lot of this NIL stuff uh, as a former player, um, I do think that it has helped the Razorbacks quite a bit uh, because now they've been able to basically go out there and recruit and promise playing time to these guys, and, and you're bringing in the talent. Uh, and I think you hear Trey say it. It's one of the most talented teams they've had in, you know, 10-plus years. And so they've got it there. It's just what comes of it, who stays healthy, and how does the year go. You just came along too late. That's what. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, QB time. We'll talk with you next week. That's Landon Leach. Thank you, Landon. All right, for Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and new to your pet for the Buzz Radio Network. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. understand ourselves either 1037 the buzz football fans tailgate season is here which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle at all about tire and brake tire pros we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get but the